This is Grace Cho from Entrepreneur. Welcome. Franz Alsendor is the Director of Career and Internship Services at FIT. Franz brings an extensive career in student services. Franz holds a Master of Science in Human Resource Development and a Bachelor of Arts in Political and Economic Philosophy. Franz, welcome. Absolute pleasure being here with you, Grace. Thank you for inviting me. It is our thrill, and uh, we are so fortunate to have you on our program today. Franz, I wanted to start with your background. Where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in New York. Actually, I was born in Queens. My family is originally from Haiti. And so I grew up with many other immigrant children out on Long Island. Haiti. It's a wonderful culture. Haitian food is amazing. My Creole is really terrible, but I I eat Haitian very well. (laughs) How did you first become interested in the arts? Well, since I was a kid, I have been doing drawing, illustration, graphic design, painting. Art was something that I just always um, enjoyed doing. I also collected comic books, and I was always drawn to wonderful art that I saw there. And I really thought that when I was graduating out of high school that I would be going into the arts. But I was at a stage where I was just really undecided about what it is that I wanted to do. And so I began looking at other possible career paths. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. I also considered engineering. My undergraduate major was political and economic philosophy. And I was just really drawn to how ideas influence and and shape institutions. By the time I graduated from college, it wasn't so much that I had decided not to pursue the arts, but my attention just shifted. Ultimately, I think I continued to work in higher education because I really didn't know what else to do. But I've spent about probably 25 years being in in higher education, but I've always had an affection for the arts and for students who were pursuing artistic careers. And so I find what I'm doing right now really exciting, managing career services here at FIT. So that's interesting to me uh, because oftentimes when we talk to people, the arts is something that they were born with and they really wanted to do it. But you flipped over into the education side. Was there a moment when you said, aha, this is my career path, this was the right path for me? I'm not exactly sure when, but I would read a lot of very interesting books, and I liked sharing what I read with people. And I realized, well, yeah, I like doing this. (laughs) So education is the right kind of place to do that, and you can do that in various ways. You know, I identify me most strongly as an educator, but as an educator, I I like to think of myself as, as someone who is introducing cool things to people cool ideas or cool concepts, designs, things that I think that are interesting either visually, uh, artistically, uh, philosophically. I like uh, discovering those things and sharing that with people. Tell us about your role as Director of Career Services and Internships at FIT. Well, I I manage a 24-person staff. We generally serve the career development needs of our students here at FIT. We have a population of about 9,000 students. And so my office will provide career counseling. We also assist our students with finding academic credited internships. We coordinate employer information sessions. We also manage retail recruitment opportunities for our students. We also manage career fairs. 
We also manage a database which houses uh, all of our career and internship opportunities, and that is accessible to all of our students and alumni. It's a very big job. How do you see the employment opportunities changing or trending in the last few years? What's happening across the board is that technology has been a huge disruptor. In the past, an artist really identified very strongly with the particular medium that they worked with. But now the medium has really changed. We've moved beyond the paintbrush and canvas. And now we're talking about a world where we have artificial intelligence, algorithms, big data, virtual imagery. All of these technologies are changing the way we work and how people are interacting with each other. And so I think that when it comes to skills development as a career services office, we're preparing students so that they have the right requisite hard skills to be able to deliver, but also just how fluid the marketplace and a career landscape um, is changing because of technology. What we're trying to instill in our students is an attitude of adaptability, of being flexible. It's absolutely important that, yes, you may come out of school with a certain set of skills, knowing how to do a certain set of things, but be prepared to to pivot, to shift, to change, and to adapt to the ever-changing landscape. That's a great point, the adaptability one, because you just don't know what you're going to find out there in terms of opportunities. Yes, that's very true. Do you see a difference in helping fine arts students versus the commercial arts? They essentially have the same training and skill set, but the difference comes down to how they are oriented towards serving a vision. Let me explain. I think with someone who's involved with the fine arts, they're concerned about conveying a particular idea and vision and looking for people to invest in their particular vision, in their message. Whereas a commercial artist is looking to find ways to market their skills so that they can support someone else's vision. Although they may have the same set of skills, there's a different threshold of how one will compromise in terms of how they will go about marketing and selling their product. And so what is the preparation What other particular skill sets do you think are important for them to master before they go out there? It's important to have the mindset of being an entrepreneur. In many ways, you really are a business, whether you're going to go freelance or if you are looking to get a job, you are essentially a business of one and you need to figure out who you are, what set of skills do you have that you think will bring value What kind of problems do you enjoy solving? And whatever answer you have, that will help you understand who's your customer and who will likely be drawn to you because they have the kind of problem that you enjoy solving. I think that's an excellent point. The type of problems you'd like to solve. I've never heard that before. That is an excellent way to define what you would like to do in terms of goal setting. And once you are able to answer that question for yourself, then that can guide you. That will bring great satisfaction to other people who are looking for someone like you who who enjoys solving those kind of problems. I've never heard defining a career or at least trying to choose a path in terms of the types of problems you'd like to solve. I I love that. That's a very useful tip. When you look at the students, Are there common mistakes that students are making that our listeners can learn about and avoid? I would say that rather than defining it as 
mistakes, I, I would say there are certain things that need to be prioritized, particularly as an artist, as someone who is looking to use their creative gifts. It's going to be very important for you to really spend the time on mastering your craft. But also at the same time, it's going to be important for you to spend the time on figuring out how you can transition so that you can properly market your craft. I think the mistake is not really considering and planning for how to leverage your creativity and converting that into an actual business model. You need to think about who your customer is, defining your product, considering whether or not your product is profitable or considering whether or not it's profitable for you because folks have different definitions of what is considered success profitably. So these are important questions that need to be considered and thought through and even outlined while someone is in school. Outstanding advice. That is the best advice anybody could give. It really stems from the entrepreneurial background that you have. As I mentioned earlier, it's important to view yourself as an entrepreneur and it's important to think through these various questions and to write them out. Actually outline what your goals are and commit to doing certain things each and every single day that will get you moving closer towards your goals. And it's important to document them so that you have an opportunity to reflect on them and revise them and change them so that you can make the most amount of impact. I think this particular point about having discipline to write it down is perhaps the most important. Yes, absolutely. And I would say particularly for creative folks, we keep a lot of things in our head. And our head is a wonderful place, but sometimes we forget things. Things can get lost in there. Uh, how do you help them network, reaching out to get that support in the entrepreneurial side? We use the word network a lot, which can feel sort of cold and sterile. Think of it as a way of you building relationships but you're building a relationship by learning about that person with the intent of maybe walking in their shoes because you're not the first person who's done certain things. So it's important to learn from the mistakes of others and use those lessons for your own benefit. And people want to do that. People want to tell those stories. They do want to share. You just have to ask. As you talk with your fellow educators, are there particular themes and trends that in the creative education field that seems to be the focus across all these universities? It's about helping students really develop the right social skills so that they're able to connect with other people and to be able to understand the needs of other people within an organization and being able to provide service. It's about working in a team environment, working with various stakeholders, the ability to translate some of those technical creative skills into business. Yeah, yeah. It's really about having the right level of motivation are you self-directed? Are you able to solve problems? And so it's all of these soft skills that can be difficult to pick up on a resume. Technology is helpful in that they're great tools and they allow us to be more efficient, but it's going to be a desire for that more human perspective. It's going to be very important for all of us, and particularly creatives, to not lose touch with our humanity. How are the schools doing in terms of helping students realize this point? My sense with a lot of institutions is that we are competing for the attention of a generation of students who are a bit distracted with social media and technology. And I think that's kind of what we're trying to figure out at this point. 
Final advice for our listeners out there who are looking to define their future, what would you say are sort of the top points of advice that you'd like to give? I would say never give up. It's very easy to be discouraged. If you believe that this is your calling and you think that you have something very important to say and to contribute that will add value to the world through your imagination, do not give up. Commit to following through and writing out your plan and make sure that you are listing out your goals, create a timeline for yourself, and be as detailed as you can so that you can use it as a measure for yourself as you are trying to promote your work in the marketplace. Outstanding advice that really captures some of the most important tips for those who are seeking careers, not just out of school, but in life. Hans, thank you so much for your time. This was an extraordinary interview. Oh, you're very welcome.